Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the On Point Podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Greg Locke. We love to talk about three things you know well around here. Faith, family, and politics. Just before I entered into the studio today, I read something and saw something on social media that blew my mind. D.C. Mayor Bowser, here's what she has done, and she lives up to her name because she has bowed to the uh, idol of political correctness, has Black Lives Matter in huge, bold, blazing yellow letters written on the street leading up to the White House. Here's what she said in a tweet. This section of 16th Street in front of the White House is now officially Black Lives Matter Plaza. Now listen, it wasn't just some graffiti situation. This is a situation where they actually paid somebody to make a a legal street sign and they changed the street in front of the White House to Black Lives Matter Plaza. Brian, am I really reading this correctly? I mean, can we really be that ridiculous and that politically correct in the day and age in which we live? Man, it's almost like a direct attack on Trump just saying, you know what, dude, we're just going to put this in your face. We're going to name the street after Black Lives Matter because <laughs> they really believe that Trump is racist. Oh, so 100% I'll, they believe that. I don't think she really does. I just think she's pandering to the left. Yeah, and here's the interesting thing. Black Lives Matter DC, this is from their Twitter handle, okay, from their account. They said, and I quote, this is a performative distraction from real policy changes. So they're kind of ticked off about it. Bowser has consistently been on the wrong side of BLM and D.C. history. This is to appease, get this, here's what they say. This is to appease white liberals while ignoring our demands. And here's their demands. Here's a quotation, ladies and gentlemen, from their own tweet. Black Lives Matter means to defund the police. That is unbelievably ridiculous, and can I say that is absolutely stupid. Defund the police. That's what Black Lives Matter is all about. Well, that's what they're saying from their own account, ladies and gentlemen. That's what they're saying from their own account. It's a distraction. It's the same stuff like when they're trying to abolish ICE. It's, it's It's one dart against the wall every time. It's like they're just slinging crap just to see what sticks. <laughs> see what sticks. And it's just sliding down the wall, folks. Yep. Every 2020, single bit of it. Trump is getting voted back in. Read it and weep. Yeah. Suck it up, buttercup. It's happening. Yes, it is a crap fest. It is running down the wall. It's running everywhere. It's running in the streets. Now, let me stop and say this, because uh, inevitably somebody's going to say, well, I can't believe you'd say something against Black Lives Matter. Listen very closely and very methodically to the sound of my voice. I am for the principle and the theory of the fact that black lives matter. But as far as an organization, it is corrupt. It is liberal. It is leftist. And it's funny they call it Black Lives Matter because most all of their money comes from an old rich white dude, George Soros, who we talked about in the last podcast, a globalist that hates America. I'm going to say something that's going to be really controversial. So say I want it. everybody to know that this does not reflect the views of Pastor Locke. <laughs> we'll this see. Is, this is Brian. All right. So. It's funny that black lives matter, except when it comes to their own people killing their own people. And I yeah. know I shouldn't say that. No, black on black crime is unbelievable, and it's something that nobody is contesting. What's going on, man? Yeah. I mean, I listen, white people are no better. We're, we're a bunch of hill jacks doing all kinds of stupid stuff. Yep. Meth labs blowing, blowing ourselves up. Ridiculous. I mean, there's problems in the white community. We have problems. M- massive problems. Yeah, but like... Uh, when 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 that seventy seven year old sheriff got shot the other day, I didn't yeah. see them start another protest exactly. for him exactly. at all, and they're not going to because it doesn't fit the narrative of the leftist media. It just doesn't. Listen, do Black Lives Matter? Yeah, but listen, it is not racist to say that all lives matter. Okay, white lives, unborn babies' lives, stay at home moms' lives. You know, black people, white people, Jewish people, German people, Hispanic people, Mexicans. I don't care what you call them. All life matters, and so it's a racist statement to say. 
stupid things like, well, black lives matter and all you believe is white privilege. Because when they say something about white privilege, what they're doing is invoking racism, okay? I wasn't born with a with a white privilege spoon in my mouth. I get the fact that there is some oppression in the United States. But can I be frank and honest? I've never owned a slave, and you've never been a slave, and we need to get past this nonsense. All lives matter. But again, going back to the defunding the police department, that's what this is all about. Because, listen, they say black lives matter. Well, guess what? Margaret Sanger was a lady that uh, hated African-American people, and she started something called Planned Parenthood so that she could exterminate the African-American population. That is why Planned Parenthood was started, and people are like, oh my goodness, we stand for Black Lives Matter, and we love Planned Parenthood. You are a big, fat, royal hypocrite, is what you are, because Planned Parenthood is 80% in uh, impoverished communities, in black neighborhoods, and they are targeting African-Americans. There's no way around that. It really sucks because, you know, being... uh no, I, I mean, we can all talk about our heritage, you know, sure. I got Jewish, Arab, all kinds of stuff going on inside of me. But the, the point is, when we go to talk about black uh, politics or black issues or problems sure. or anything like that, white people are not allowed to talk about it. And right. I, and, and I'm not even making this a white versus black thing. Sure. I just shouldn't. I shouldn't feel uncomfortable about talking about my my thoughts, and that's exactly. what's, that's the problem. You can't have the conversation. Mm-mm, no, two white guys having a conversation about what's going yeah. on in a black community is racist. Yeah, so they say. So my whole thing is, is to all my friends that are out there that are being sucked into this crap, the white and black. Yeah. you know, dude, come on, man, Just get your face out of your phone. Yes, You're watching all the news. And really see what's going on, man. It's almost like they're saying, look, we want your support, but sit down and speak when you're spoken to. They don't give us a voice. They take away our voice. And then when we use it, they're like, oh, see there, you're a bunch of bigots. You're a bunch of racists. You're a bunch of whatever, whatever, whatever. You fill in the blank with what they say and what you identify with. But at the end of the day, do Black Lives Matter? Yes. But the organization is corrupt, okay? It is an organization that does not need to be painted on the streets of anywhere of our civilization. It is a corrupt organization. Defund the police. That is what it's about. It's about anarchism. It's about chaos. It's about nonsense. And it's basically, if you read their statement of faith, if I say that, it's not faith, but if you read their their theological statement, they let you know right up front that they believe heavily in abortion. They believe heavily in just about everything that I would stand against as a pastor, because I am a pastor on the On Point Show, and they certainly stand for this violence and all this nonsense. They could stop it in a moment's notice, but they're not. But let's circle the wagons and talk about this defunding the police department. Okay, they've tried this in Minneapolis. They've tried this in Chicago. They're trying it now in New York. They wow. said they're going to save $6 million. Are you kidding me? There's going to be more body bags than you could ever imagine. It's $6 million. Ridiculous. And now, right now, in Metro Nashville, Tennessee, okay, Podunk, Tennessee, where I pasture, uh, you know, we have several million people in the greater metro area. And the other night, they had a council meeting, get this, ladies and gentlemen, that went till 435 in the morning. 4.35 in the morning because a handful of protesters showed up and said that they are demanding that the Metro Police Department get defunded. Well, who are you going to call? Ghostbusters? That's ridiculous. These people are trained to give their life for your life, lay down their life, and the Bible even says that no greater love hath any man than a person will be willing to lay down their life. Do all police officers make the right decisions? No. There are bad apples in every bunch. I'm a pastor, and if you peruse the television networks, you will see some theological ridiculous things happening, okay? People fake healing, money-grubbing mongrels, people saying, put your hand on the screen and you'll get a feeling and this, that, and the other. And at the end of the day, those people make guys like me look bad, but that doesn't make all of us bad, okay? There are some bad police officers. There's some idiot police officers. Bad actors. Yeah, they go against protocol. They go against rules. They go against, you know, things that are right, against real justice. And what happened to Mr. George Floyd? I always have a hard time saying those two words together. What happened to that gentleman was was ridiculous. It was evil. It was wrong. But 
But that doesn't make all police officers bad. These people are making pennies on the dollar. I don't know a rich police officer. Have you have you seen what their solution is? Uh, what, bro? Uh, social workers. Oh, in place of the police. So uh, a social a community social worker. Have you been to court lately? Social workers. Nine one one. What's your emergency? Don't work. I need a social worker to come out <laughs> to my house right now. My husband's being crazy, or there's somebody on my property. Oh, somebody my needs goodness. to talk us through this. Yeah, it's come it. on, dude. <laughs> They're still going to call nine one one. They're like, we got to defund the police department. We got to get rid of ICE. They they don't they want no authority whatsoever, whatsoever, no authority. I have to ask a question real quick, and right it's there. funny because I worked in D.C. for a while, back and forth, and and uh, we we have a conservative president. We have a conservative move. How is it that D.C. is so liberal? How is it that? Uh, Hollywood is ran by the liberal elite. Yes. How come Republicans, and this is a charge to the Republicans and the conservatives and the evangelicals. We're not talking about powder puff type films and, sure. they, oh, Lord, we just need to pay our water bill. Yeah. Help us pay our water bill. In the end of the movie, everybody's water bill is paid. We're talking yeah. about real substance yes. content. When will conservatives create a, a, an entertainment aspect yes own a social media site that really really rivals anything when will we have something for ourselves because it makes me feel like we're not in control well i think people are afraid they're like well you know we're never going to be bigger than facebook we're never going to be bigger than the empire how could we ever be bigger than hollywood god's bigger than all of it ladies and gentlemen okay let me put my pastor cap on for a minute i think there's a demonic influence i believe that there are territorial angels and demonic influences and dc is certainly uh something that is uh territorialized if you will by a lot of demonic entities and nobody's standing up and saying anything against it which would uh beg the question why aren't we standing up and saying anything against it just a minute I'm going to have Brian play a little bit of a clip. It's not that long. But this past Wednesday night at our church where I pastor Global Vision Bible Church in Mount Juliet, got to come visit our, our summer tent meeting. It's unbelievable. However, I called out pastors because pastors are not standing up. We're like, why is everything so bad in America? Because of these pastors that won't preach the truth. And they're afraid. Oh, my goodness, I'm going to get painted in a corner of political correctness. And so Bro. they got to you know dance around the Mulberry bush. Oh, we preach the Bible. But they don't preach the Bible. They preach nonsense, and they're trying to you know get to a place where they're pandering to the crowd. They don't want anybody to leave. And I call them out. So I want you to just take a moment and listen to this clip where I call out these pastors and I hope they watch and I hope they replay it a thousand times because look, I'm not writing a book on how to win friends and influence people. I'm trying to pastor a church. I'm trying to do a podcast and videos that are going to raise awareness, first of all, for the gospel and for the glory of God, but to get people off their butts, off their couches, and to actually get involved in the process and do something. Because here's what they know about evangelical Christianity. We're like ants. If we ever figure out that we're way more than they are, we could have anybody in that White House that we jolly well want to. So listen to this clip of me calling out these shepherds that are asleep at the wheel. The biggest stinger of the whole thing is why the ungodliness ran so rampant in the streets. Listen to what the prophet of God says to the king of Assyria. Thy shepherds slumber, O king of Assyria. He said, you know why there's so much immorality in the streets? There's so much wickedness. There's so much racial division and economic slumber and problems. Do you, do you know why they're burning literally houses to the ground? Why people are dying? Why people can't come together? Do you, do you know why these problems are there? Says the prophet. Because your shepherds are asleep at the wheel. And the preachers are allowing this to go on in the church. 
And we're not saying what needs to be said. And we're not praying what needs to be prayed. And we're not preaching what needs to be preached. And we're not doing what needs to be done. We're so consumed with building our megaplex kingdoms that we're afraid to tell the truth. And a nation that is not told the truth becomes where we are right now in the United States of America. We've had far too many preachers talk about standing upon the principles of the Word of God and all they do is dance around the mulberry bush for fear that they'll say something to make somebody bow up like a bullfrog and leave. Obviously, they haven't heard about the Black Robe Regiment. They're the ones that led the charge. Yes, and, they did. And, and bolster people. Nobody, nobody even knows that. These guys were preaching machines. I mean, they were standing on the Word of God, standing on the Constitution, and uh, these people would go around literally from place to place, city to city, town to town, state to state, and proclaim the gospel because our Constitution was founded on the principles of the Word of God. You cannot take away Judeo-Christian values from America. If you do, you don't have America, okay? If we didn't have that breakaway, we'd all still be speaking British. There's a reason we left and started what we have right now. And so we have got to get back where preachers stand up and stand out, speak up and speak out. That's my soapbox for this particular on-point broadcast. But I'm telling you, preachers have got to say something. Don't come at me in the comments and tell me that pastors ought to stay out of politics. You've lost your mind. The reason politics are so corrupt is because pastors have stayed out of them. And so I'm going to snub my nose at this culture, and I am going to say that I'm going to pound the pulpit, I'm going to pound the streets, and I'm going to pound the podcast and let people know that we as believers have a right and we have a God-given responsibility to get involved in the political process. I'm really having a hard time understanding um, where how, how people's mindsets can get warped into this thing where they actually believe the narrative. And so many people in the black community. The narrative so many, is good, brother. So many people are speaking out saying, wake up, you're being deceived. I mean, they're taking attention away from uh, from the fact of what's really going on, which is an election year. All they're trying to do is blow the country up so that it freaking looks like it's chaos. It's all pe- a big distraction. It's a, a big neon festering The wizard is behind the curtain in the land of Oz, and he's making everything seem like it's bigger than what it really is. But it's amazing how the sheep believe everything that's told them to believe on social media. It is a problem. There is no doubt. I mean, look, we still got more riots than you can imagine. You'd have thought this nonsense would have died down by now, but it's not. People are still dying Cities are still being burnt. Cop cars are still being blown up. I mean, they're still trying to defund the police. Antifa is still everywhere. A bunch of little sniveling cowards. Antifa is still everywhere. And these people have been called, you know, by the president of the United States, a terrorist group. And yet there are still people, supposedly good Christian American people, that would say, oh, my goodness, we need to stand up for Antifa. They're just fighting for our rights. They're fighting against our rights and burning down this nation. And they ought to be called out for what they are. And they're leading... They're leading the riot charge, and people, black people are seeing what they're doing, and they're saying, look, these people are the ones that are spray-painting the walls. These are the ones that are creating the violence and then getting other people to join suit. Man, I'll tell you what, Antifa. <laughs> I challenge you to a duo. <laughs> Meet me on the battlefield. No weapons. I mean, you bring your weapons. We'll just bring our fist. And, these guys but, aren't going to show up but, to Jack Spratt. Bro, what cowards. I want to smash them, dude. They live in their Hulk mother's smash. basement and look at internet pornography all day long and just get pissed off about things they shouldn't be pissed off about because they have no education whatsoever because they dropped out of high school. Let me read you this. This is crazy. A friendly reminder. I love this. Talk about the spin. A friendly reminder that Mr. George Floyd was killed by a dirty cop 
in a Democrat city with a Democrat police chief and a Democrat mayor overrun by a Democrat attorney general with a Democrat governor, yet Democrats are saying that this is Trump's fault. (laughs) Doesn't that make sense? Everything seems to be Trump's fault. It's all the Democratic stupidity, ladies and gentlemen. These people want to burn this country to the ground. This is not Trump's fault. He's trying to rectify it, and now he's got 2.5 million more jobs I mean, the jobs are on the upswing, and they're like, oh, my goodness, the economy's never going to come back. It's going to come back stronger, and he's going to make these people look like these silly, ridiculous fools that they are. Oh, man, it's insane. And I'll say this. It's so funny that they're, they they just jumped on this narrative of racism. And I, I know they're using this as a springboard to address some issues, but yeah. there was one white guy yep. out there. One was Hispanic. One was Asian. One was black. They were all different colors. One was white. But it doesn't I mean, matter because what fits the narrative is the situation that Black Lives Matter wants to feed the media and feed the sheep. And the people are gobbling it up. They love it. Gosh, it's dude, utter nonsense. But this is the United States of America. we got to serve together, come together, love together, pray together. And we have got to stand together, ladies and gentlemen. That's my story, and I'm sticking with it. Hope you'll be back to the On Point podcast with Pastor Greg Locke, where we'll talk about faith, family, and politics. We will see you real soon. God bless you.